Hey, you guys, it's your girl, Lovin' Lynn. And Candy Cloud. Thanks for tuning in to the Listen Podcast. Listen. 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 The Listen Podcast. The Listen Podcast. Streaming, streaming on all devices. Every single Wednesday. Shh, it's time to listen. Happy Wednesday, you guys. How are you guys doing today? Doing well. I'm tired. Ready to pop a baby out. (laughs) I cannot wait to experience that one day. Good luck. (laughs) Not really, you guys. Because your girl is over it. I'm so tired. I'm I'm excited Mm -hmm. to be... Bringing a new life into this world, the opportunity. I understand um, I have to change. I've been changing my perspective to see this as a blessing because there are so many women who don't have this opportunity. There are so many women who um, lose this opportunity. So I don't want to take it for granted, but I am ready to meet this little person that's been using me for the last nine months. (laughs) Um, this lets you guys know Cloud does not know the sex of the baby. She sure does not. She's waiting until the baby is born. Me, I'm hoping it's a girl, but you know, I have a lot of people hoping it's a girl. My mother, my mother-in-law, my sister-in-law, um, Lynn, um, bo- people that are desiring a boy just happen to be me and my husband. Everybody else is like, oh, and my niece, because apparently my sister told me that she's been walking around the house saying that it's a boy. So, okay, but you know, we'll and see. I had a dream that it was a boy. So we'll see. Okay. We'll see. I think this whole uh, waiting to find out the sex of the baby makes this just so much more exciting because everybody's on edge to just like know what it is. I, I wanted to be a girl. You guys, I'm not saying it is a girl. I want it to be a girl. I want to be a girl, but it's a possibility. It might be a boy. If I get a girl, my first try, like, I ain't having kids for a long time. <laughs> I won't because else. it will make my How many world. times will you try if you have a boy, if you keep having boys? How many boys will you have before you say, you know what, I'm done? I would say I like even numbers. So when I get to the fifth boy, the next one, if it's not a girl, I'm done. Ugh. I'm done. God bless you. God save six. It <sighs> might be odd. I might have to adopt a, a baby girl. That was that was my mother. My mother's dream to have six pairs of eyes looking at her around the table. Honey, that is not my dream. I was satisfied. As soon as I got comfortable, like with my two i was like okay i can do two this is a good this is a good number we're good we're even we're fine we're okay and then the lord was like here you go and i was like why but it's okay it's okay baby's coming and i really love babies you guys i actually really do love babies just after I experienced birth for myself, it kind of changed my perspective on having children. <laughs> I used to want to be a midwife, like everything. And I just, after my first experience of having a child, it really changed my perspective in a very big way. Speaking of parent, being a parent, um, I saw a post on Facebook this week 
that I've seen it before. This wasn't my first time seeing it, but I was like, okay, I'm screenshotting it this time because we have to talk about this. Um, someone posted this statement. Never will I ever make my child pay bills within my household just because she's 18. Dumbest thing ever. Long as my baby is in school and working, mommy got her. Being a parent means setting your child up for success. Why would I make my child struggle in my household? This is this is this is this is what she said. Um, I see the comments on that. I only cover the comments. Honestly. There was um, it was a repost. So the person who reposted it deleted it. Cause they're getting a lot of backlash. <laughs> no, no, no. The person who posted it, there wasn't. I was, I was actually the first and only person to comment on that, and then someone commented on my comment. Okay. But that person was agreeing with me. Well, my comment was, well, if your kid is working, having them contribute to the household teaches them responsibility more so than struggle, because working with no responsibility has a lot of these kids thinking life is sweet. Mm. And someone commented back to me and said facts that's why a lot of the a lot of kids are handicapped now <laughs> always having stuff done for them and handed to them that is so true i agree on that and <sighs> honey let me tell you something i 100 percent disagree with what this lady's saying the originator of this post why do i disagree because like i said Having your child in your household and having them contribute to the expenses of the household teaches them responsibility. Because when you, when you are working and you're getting paid and you don't have any responsibility, it, gu it gives you an unreal perspective of life. Because real life is we have to pay bills. You want your own place, you want a car, you want, you want, you know, you want to live this fabulous Instagram lifestyle, it's going to cost money. So no, you can't just be working and going out with your friends and blowing all your money or you're working and you just do whatever you want with your money. That's not teaching your child anything. That's not teaching your child not to struggle if they're just spend. it's actually teaching them to struggle. Because it's not teaching them to prioritize their money. It's not teaching them to discipline their money. Um, I feel like for me personally, when I first started working, uh, uh, first of all, I'm a different breed. I do not like owing people money. I do not like lending money from people. It's not something that I like to do. So even when I first started working and I had my first good paying job, I was getting paid $16 an hour. Now, when I was working this job, I decided, I think that's when the Samsung Galaxy S4 came out. And I was like, you know what? I am a working woman. I'm going to go buy myself a brand new phone. I remember that day when you came in and with that phone. Ow, I was feeling myself. I went to go buy this phone. And they were telling me, oh, why don't you go on a payment plan? Because it builds up your credit and da 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 Okay, whatever. I'm the I'm like I said, I'm the person who doesn't like to owe people money. I like to know that everything is paid and I don't have to worry about it. Um, I could not help myself instead of doing monthly payments to pay that phone off. I paid it off in two payments because I just don't have time. I paid half at that moment when I got the phone. And then two weeks later when I got paid again, I came and paid the other half because I just couldn't take it. Um, 
I just don't. The thought of owing people money just bugs me out. So I don't like to put myself in that position. But other people, you know, you have kids getting credit cards. And, like, I am 27, and I still do not own a credit card. And it's not like I've never worked. I've, I mean, I've worked. I've always paid for whatever I wanted. Um, I never had a need for a credit card. Um, and there was always a negative stigma behind credit cards. So I always wanted to make sure that I was ready before I had one of those because I didn't want to give myself debt. But when I did start working, um, I was not, not even really my parents, but my sister was more so on me to contribute to the household. Um, and I did that. And in doing that, it taught me responsibility. Also, I think some people are just naturally responsible. So when I did get move out on my own, I, I didn't have an issue paying the bills. I didn't have an issue um, paying my down payment for my apartment. I did everything by myself. And it's because I had discipline. I understood how money worked. I contributed to a household before, so I've never had, I've never had an issue. Like I even bought my car, my first car. I bought it cash money. I just, I saved up my money, and when I was ready and I found the car that I wanted, I put cash on the table, and that was it. I didn't have to be in monthly payments and things like that. I didn't have to do that. But like I said, I think I'm of a different breed. Mm. What about you? Um, regarding to the post, yeah. <laughs> Um, well, one thing I do want to talk about, um, me personally, I learned that finance is a, if you don't have control of your finance, then you, you, if you have no control over your finance, then everything around your life is going to be uncontrollable. It's not going to be, you're not going to have no, no way of controlling everything. I feel like finance is like one of the major, major issues. And this, and finance is actually something that could make a marriage and break a marriage as well, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I know for me personally, I would like my child to work um, probably the earliest, probably 16. <sighs> me personally, like if my child's like, mom, I want to get a job, I will let her get a job at 16 because I want I her to start um, learning how to, you know, be financially responsible. One thing I do want to encourage my child, you know, if she wants to start working at 15 or he wants to start working at 15 or 16, um, I w- my, my question for my child would be, why do you want to work? What is the reason? If it's like, oh, I want to go out with my friends, I'm like, okay. If you, wanna, if you need some allowance, like, you could just ask me. Like, it's not enough. Like, come on. But if it's like, you know, I want to get a car, then I'm like, you know what? Okay. I hope you can work and you can use that money to get a car. One thing that I know for a fact, I'm going to tell my child, whatever you have saved up, I'll match it. So if the child say I'll match, save up 5,000, I'm going to match that 5,000, which will give her, give that my child 10,000. So that's something that, that's another thing that you, know, you can encourage a child to like, you know, have some like a, a goal. I think with finance, you have to um, set goals for your child. You know, if that big trip they want to go for the end of the year for the senior year, 
it's like oh like you know i think it was like over a grand for for mines and it was just like oh i want to go it's just like well you gotta have the money i'm not gonna put a thousand dollars down for you to have a like what two days of fun no you're gonna have you have to be responsible and i feel like um i feel like you have to choose what is the perfect age for your child to start working and when it, when is the appropriate time to start contributing? That's up to that parent, but I don't think that will make that child successful if they don't contribute, or if they do. At that part when she's like, you know, being a parent means setting your child up for success. It's like, oh, oh, okay, <laughs> it's like everybody have their own method and things like that. But mm -hmm. honestly, if my child is working, let's say my child's working at eighteen. You know, I'm not going to be so pressed to be like, oh, you need to pay this water bill or you need to pay this. But I will, like, give her um, her own responsibility. For example, I'm paying for a phone, right? Oh, I keep saying her because I want a girl so bad, you guys. I want a girl. <laughs> See, I'm going to get a girl. I'm going to proclaim an atmosphere in the beginning. So um, my child, like, if I'm paying for, like, let's say I'm paying for her car insurance and I'm paying her, her phone bill. If she has a job, I'm going to be like, Okay, you have a job, so you're going to have to start paying your own phone bill. You're going to start paying your car insurance. Of course, on the car insurance can be high, so if it's like 250 I'm like, okay, you can pay 150 and I'll pay the rest. Like, I feel like, you know, don't give the child, like, a big thing. And me personally, this person who posted, it could be something that she went through. Like, she was probably 18, and she got a job, and her parents was like, you need to pay more. Like, probably give her so much to pay. It's just like... I have no money for myself. I, I don't know why she posted, but I feel like that's not a way. Um, that is not one of the ways. I feel like that's not the ultimate goal to be a success, to make a child successful. I feel like you can find ways for for them to be financially successful. You know, successful. That's that's what my take on 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 that. Like, um, do you do you do you have like an age requirement for your child to start working? If your child asks, like, hey, can I start working, mom? What do you think? Um, I feel like if you are, to be honest, I would not want my child to start working until after 18. Okay. I want you to, especially when it comes to high school. Yeah. Like, you know, elementary school, middle school is whatever. But when you come to high school, that's really, I know for me, that was the time that I really started to buckle down. And I think it would it would be important for me for them to just focus on their schoolwork, learn how to handle that, learn how to manage that before you take on mm -hmm. another responsibility. In the same place, you know, you're you're 18. I mean, you're in high school. So, you know, it's not like you won't have money because obviously I'm still going to give you responsibilities around the house. That'll be your chores. You'll get an allowance. Um I think I think an important part is that we have to think about the generations that our children are coming up in. Like my children are going to be coming up in a generation that is consumed by social media. Um, these kids are already very spoiled. You know, mm -hmm. you have six year olds, seven year olds, eight year olds wanting iPhones for Christmas. And it's like, what is going on? Can you just be a child? Can we want Barbie dolls? Can we want? So it's a very different time because when I was in elementary school, I wasn't thinking about a phone. Mm -hmm. I was thinking about toys. Like, 
even towards, I think it wasn't until the end of middle school that I really started thinking about, oh, I want a phone and things like that because everybody started getting them at that time. But before that, it wasn't a really big thing. But now for my kids, having a cell phone is going to be a really big thing because it's what everybody has now. So um, I think as long as they're in school, like in high school, I'm going to want them to just focus on your schoolwork. Mm -hmm. If you want more money, you can do more stuff around the house. And, you know, we can talk about increasing, you know, um, increasing the amount that you get. But then once you get, once you show me that I can handle my schoolwork, then we'll think about adding on, allowing, you know, maybe a part-time job because I really just want you to focus on your schoolwork once you get through high school. And then when you get to college, if you want to get a job, that's your choice. But I'm also kind of biased because that is the way my parents raised me. I didn't get my first job until after I was 18, and I survived, so they'll be fine. Yeah, I definitely agree. And I feel like um, me personally – we don't have to wait till the child's 18 to to for them to be financially correct you know you can teach them financial literacy before 18 before 18 you know like have them have like little piggy banks and things like that and and every time they get allowance you know i i'm making sure me being a believer i want my child to understand 10 percent always go to god amen so like, if they have a dollar, be like, okay, let's go get some coins to make that 10, to get 10 cents. Mm-hmm. But, you know, once you start them, like, you know, um, the scripture says, teach them, teach them the way and they will not depart. That yeah. scripture, that part. Um, so Raise them up in the way that they should go and they will not but depart from it. Thank you. So definitely I want to teach them, you know, um, to save, um, to give, and to invest. Definitely invest. And... Me coming out my prime, I feel like I could, if I could talk on, touch on my financial life, I wasn't always like the best person with money. Like I would save and then I would use all the money. Then I would save again and use all the <laughs> money. That's how it was. It was just like, eh. yeah, no, I can agree. So it's just, it, it's, I know I was just like, okay, you know what? I can't keep doing it. Like I'm going to be 30, like around the corner, 30 is going to be around the corner for me. And I'm just like, and one day. I feel like, you know, if, if God do grant me to get married, I w- my desire is to get married one day. So I do want to come together with my husband. And then he looks at my financial records and be like, so you have only a dollar in your savings? Like, what's going on? Like, <laughs> like that, doesn't, he, that doesn't show any promising, you know, <laughs> any promising future with my finance if we get married. And I want to be able to... um have more control over my finance which mm-hmm. i am having like i'm i'm doing really awesome like um my car has been giving me difficulties and i spent over a grand already and i think god i had over a grand and i still have over a grand in my savings so it's 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 really hard like i'm learning to budget um there's some things that i want to do i'll just be like you know what i can't do it like Mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh, I want to spend this much, this amount of money, like right now, and I have the money, I can mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, is it really worth it? Like, do you need to spend that sixty dollars on make on makeup or like it or hurts. hair? Mm-hmm. So it's just like, girl, you need to like, we got goals for yes. 2021, and I feel like 
by the time I'm 30, like, I'm going to be a millionaire, yo. Like, this, this, <laughs> like they, they said for you to start being a millionaire, you have to start at the age of, like, probably 21, 22. Uh-huh. And, yeah, I kind of started late. So, But people do it. People do it. And I'm just like, I need to find, I just need one thing to make. If I can make passive income for the rest mm-hmm. of my life, I'd be, f- my job will never see me again. <laughs> they, will never, they will never see Jesus. me. Never see this two weeks notice. They'll be like, when is your last week? Oh, I, I didn't come for the last two weeks. Like, that's my mm-hmm. two weeks notice. So, definitely. Like, yeah. how, how do you feel like your financial life is? Um, I am a married woman. However, okay. I feel like my my spending habits are far better than my husband's spending okay. habits, if we're <laughs> just being honest. Um, my saving, my, I, I will agree with you in saying that my saving habits are very goal-based oriented. Mm-hmm. So, like, if I have a vision in mind, I will make it happen. Okay. Like, I wanted that phone. I did what I had to do, paid it off in two payments. I wanted a car. I saved up that money. When I was ready and I found the car, I put cash on the table. When I was ready to move, I saved up the money. I purchased just about all the furniture in my home. I did it. I saved the money. Um, I made the move. I, I put the, um, what's this thing called? Security deposit first month's rent and I still had money left over to spend to buy stuff for the house because I'm very like once I have a goal in mind I'm going to make it happen and I always and I I another thing that I think is important when it comes to financial literacy is priority Mm -hmm. which is what you were talking about and so even now like even sometimes like you know I follow a lot of people on uh, I follow a good amount of people on Instagram but mainly people that I admire okay and so sometimes when I want to support, I find it difficult because I'm just like, you guys, you're trying to break my wallet. Like, um, the podcast that I love to watch is How Married Are You? And recently they came out with a uh, t-shirts and stuff, okay. apparel. Um, and there was a shirt that I saw that I was like, oh my gosh, I absolutely need to get this shirt. What did the shirt say? The shirt said family is foundation. Oh, that's cute. And then on the back, it had a blueprint of a house. Mm-hmm. And then each room was a different quality that is required for a family. Oh, wow. So I'm like, this shirt is like the bomb.com. I want this shirt. I saw the pictures first then, but the, I had to wait for the collection to come out. When the collection finally came out, the shirt was $28. Oh, my gosh. I thought it would be like 36 No, no, no. It was, but it's just a T-shirt. Like, yeah. T-shirt for twenty eight dollars. You, you guys, money I am the type of person that I'm like, yo, a T-shirt over ten dollars, it ain't happening. And even a T-shirt for ten dollars, like I'm very cheap <laughs> when it comes cheap. to you that. Like, uh, I'm frugal. Yeah, yeah, I'm very frugal. frugal. What I, I'm like, no, I'm not. Like, if if I feel like it's too much for something, I'm not buying it. That's just it. And maybe that's I got that from my dad. But if I feel like it's too much, I ain't buying it. So when I sound $28, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but I get it. People, you know, they have to put food on the table. And hope for, one day I hope to be putting out T-shirts for $28 and people will buy it, too. Man, I'm going to $32. What y'all talking about? 
and they're gonna buy it <laughs> i mean they and they had children's shirts you know my son was sitting right next to me staring at me while i was Ooh. looking at purchasing this shirt and they had toddler shirts and that thing was 25 dollars. i'm, I'm right, like for a toddler shirt for a toddler shirt i'm not buying no damn shirt for 25 dollars like i'll support you know i'll buy an adult shirt for 28 dollars it hurt but you know i'll do it but i'm not buying five dollars a toddler shirt for 25 dollars is a bit much for me Bruh, are you sure you didn't no 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 misread I, that no 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 because even even belief was like i ain't gonna lie to y'all these toddler shirts is a little bit up there but you know i was like you know i'm not mad at you i'm not hating on your hustle it's just i i i i i can't afford it <laughs> i might as well buy the toilet shirt for myself if that's the case if you can like, fit it <laughs> i'm gonna have to make myself fit it's 25 dollars. come on yeah it's cheaper than 28 me personally yeah. i'm not hitting but, on you guys i love, it's no I love your podcast. yes i love how married are you um belief in fatherhood i love it all so um <laughs> i i'm very I, but i'm very frugal and so it's different for me and my husband because if I if I know like I'm priority based when it comes to finances, so if I know if I have to pay my rent, I have to pay my light bill, I have to pay these things. Like you guys, I don't even know when's the last time I I, I went shopping for myself because I just my my first priority is my family, mm-hmm. is my children, is my home. So like spending money on myself is something that I find very hard to do, which I'm trying to change. Because I'm like, you know, I work hard and I deserve to spend money on myself, but I'm very bad at it. Mm-hmm. I would buy something for my kids in a heartbeat before I buy something for myself. Mm-hmm. And it's really bad. It's really bad. Girl, I, I'm not even on that stage yet, but I can definitely understand because my mom be like, oh, like she's going shopping for herself. They say, oh, you know, do you want this shirt? You think it's going to be cute for you? I'm like, mom, like, what are you doing? You're shopping for yourself, not for yeah. me. So I definitely understand what the, the whole, you know, motherly love, like always yeah. want to provide for the children and things like that. My husband actually gets upset with me. Yeah. Because if he gives me money to spend on myself, I'm coming home with stuff for the kids. So <laughs> he's like, what is wrong with you? You're supposed to do that for yourself. For example, he gave me money the other day, like a week or two ago, to go get my, um, to go do my feet. Mm-hmm. And what else was I going to do? I was going to get a pedicure, a manicure, and do my eyebrows. Mm-hmm. And he gave me the money. Girl, girl, what did you do with the money? I went to Ross and girl, bought baby stuff. Why were you? And going to rob. the worst thing is that I spent more than what he gave me. Oh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. mainly on this new baby that I have coming. So, and I when I can and I bought stuff for the kids, obviously, because I couldn't help myself. And so when I came home and he came downstairs to get the stuff from the car, I was like, "Don't look at the receipt." <laughs> oh no. <laughs> because I was like I didn't do the right thing mm-hmm. I, I didn't know how much I was spending and while the lady was ringing up the stuff I wasn't even looking at the machine Oh my god! and it wasn't until like after I put everything on the counter then I finally went over to peek at the machine I was like dang, dang. you couldn't stop it oh no 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 ma'am no ma'am no ma'am but most of most of the stuff was for the baby no ma'am no ma'am and we didn't, I, I gave away most of my baby stuff 
So mm-hmm. like I had I needed because I'm getting closer to my due date mm-hmm. and you know everybody's like you need to pack your bag, you need to pack your bag and yes. I had no baby clothes. I had no like no baby stuff, so I'm like I have to I have to go out and buy this stuff otherwise I'm going to be stuck. So mm-hmm. I kind of just had to do it. And it hurt when I saw how much that thing was and I had to pull out my card. I was like, "Oh my gosh. What y'all need to do? This is what I always do and I don't care even if the cash should be laughing and it's true. I'd be like, um this what you know, only have $25. So w- that's my limit. <laughs> like I would t- I would literally yeah. tell the cashier I only have 25. Like I would tell them the amount. So if I go to Walmart, if I go to like a clothing store, I'd be like this is how much I have. That's like that's how much I'm going to spend. And they'd be like laughing at, and they'd be like, "No, nah, yeah, you right, right. You got to set yourself." I'm like, "Yeah, because you know, this thing y'all saying this is on clearance and by the time y'all really <laughs> I, I, f- I feel like I just I bought the whole rock. Uh, me personally. Okay. So now my question is, how do we set up our children for success? I'm a mom. Mm-hmm. And something that I noticed that I've been doing with my kids, I let them get away with murder. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's because I'm pregnant and I'm just tired, but I've really been letting them get away with murder. And so in preparation for this new bundle of joy that I have coming, I have kind of had to buckle down mm-hmm. so mommy has I have a wooden back scratcher mm-hmm. and that is like my pow pow okay and I have a big black belt that is also my pow pow I do discipline my children but that's my home do whatever you want in your house it's your business this is my house <laughs> <laughs> so um I'm my son my son is like freaked out by the pow pow like, as soon as you say, I'm going to get the papa, he is out of there. If I find them in the bathroom messing with water or anything, and I step away and I say, I'm going to get the pow pow, my son is out of the bathroom. <laughs> my daughter, I know I see a lot of times people be like, you know, your first child is so nice, and then your second child just doesn't give two dangs. That is not my case. My second child is freaked out by the pow pows. My first child she is a stubborn i will do whatever i want and i will listen when i want to but now she's kind of getting because she's getting ready to go to school so she's i'm trying to discipline her a lot more Mm -hmm. to kind of prepare her for that environment because i want her to be successful in that environment and part of being successful in that environment is being able to take instructions so i'm kind of grooming her now for that environment because you're not always going to be home with mommy as much as I would love for that to happen right now it's not really um a possibility so I'm just grooming her for that school environment and it's not easy but honey when I walk in that bathroom with that back scratcher my son is like bye she oh she sometimes she's like oh let me get out of here too but other times she's like I'm playing with this water, and there's nothing you can do about it. And so I kind of have to, you know, kind of have to put the moves on her with the back scratcher or the belt <laughs> to get her to understand mommy's not playing. But she's she's learning it more. She's learning it more as we go along. Like the other day I was working, and I hear them in the bathroom. And I can't get up and go 
because I, th- I believe I have someone on the phone at the time. So I hear them in the bathroom and I mute myself on my mic for work and I yell and I'm like, you guys get out of that bathroom right now. And Kaylee, you close that door. I heard Ashton leave and Kaylee came out and I heard her shut the door. Boom. She's so amazing. She's really been growing more now and um, being more helpful. Like I can ask her to pick stuff up off the floor. If her brother makes a mess, she'll help me clean it up. She helps me put away groceries. She's been amazing. She's literally been amazing. But what it um what is what does it mean for you to set your kids up for success? For me personally, I think. Um, will be making sure I am walking in the line of being successful myself. Because once, um, at the end of the day, I feel like your child will always look up to you, even if you feel like they don't when they get older, but they always do. Mm-hmm. And then once, you know, they see me being very disciplined on how I do things, you know, how I discipline with my money, how I am disciplined with my money, or how I am very consistent on certain things that's going to make sure that's going to help me build wealth or help me spiritually, um, mentally, physically. Um, I feel like if my kids can see that, then they can definitely um, learn from that. So, and that's how I feel like I can make sure my kids set up for success. Like they see me doing that. So they have no reason to be like, Oh, you know, we used to like struggle for food. And so it's like, no, like my mom, Make sure we always have a plate. Like, my mom made sure that, you know, when the rent was due or things were due, she made sure she um, handled that. And right. also, I learned that, um, like, being raised by my mom, one thing that I, I, I wish my mom could have done, which I will do, is, like, making sure, like, my kids are a part of some things that I do. For example, like, I, I wouldn't mind telling my children, like, oh, the FPLs do on the 13th of each month. You guys want to know how much it is? You know, not like, oh, turn off all the lights. Probably I will do that. <laughs> I don't know. But just like let it, let it them know like, oh, guess what, you guys? It's the, the 13th. I'm going to, gonna um, you know, pay the FPL. Can you guys help me like write a checkbook? Like, you know, just like including them in certain things. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have your own business, like include them. Like, mm-hmm. okay, you're going to come let with me. Let them see how it works. You know, yeah. so they can see and have a feel for it and not always look in the background. Because if one day, if I'm not here, if something happens to me. Somebody got to step up. So my, yeah. So somebody got to step up and, and help around, you know. And so it's like, oh, my mom taught me how to do this and do that. So I feel like that's my, how I'm going to set up my kids successful. Just making sure. They see me. I be like the role model and mentor. Lead by example. You know, amen. And just including them certain things that um, I feel like it is appropriate for them to know Mm -hmm. um, by age. Like, you know, like little things when they're younger. And as they get older, I include them more and more so they can have an understanding of, you know, what success is and Mm -hmm. what success looks like. That's me personally. And it is never too early to start to teach your kids about financial literacy. But I uh, I agree with Lynn uh, leading by example. Um, I know something that I always say is I want to show my kids that it is a pleasure to live a life that pleases the Lord. Amen. I never want them to see it as a struggle. 
And I know that starts with me. I know that starts with what they're seeing in the household. So, and I'm not even, you know, worried about anything else. I'm just worried about me to show them that it's a pleasure to, it is a pleasure to live my life to serve the Lord and what that looks like so that, you know, they, they can testify for themselves that they know that the Lord is good because they've seen what they've seen, they've experienced and they've seen what the Lord has done for their mother. They see what they, the Lord has done for our family so they, that they will grow up to learn to trust the Lord. And that is a ple- it is a pleasure to live, um, live their life to please the Lord. And it kind of goes back to what we were talking about in the last episode where it is so important to be obedient because that is how they're going to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living is through my obedience. And so I have to make sure that I do my part to be a good picture for them of what it means to serve the Lord and how your life um, can be blessed when you do serve the Lord. Because everybody goes through hardships, everybody goes through hard times, but, um, you know, how we respond to those things is different according to each person. So I just, that's like, that's one of my goals, just to teach my kids that it is a pleasure to live your life to serve the Lord. And that's a part of teaching my kids to be successful. Like Lynn said, you know, you got to teach them to give their 10%. You got to, you know, you just got to raise them in that way so that they know that it's good and things like that. Because I know for me, um, growing up in a Christian household, it was kind of hard for us because sometimes we felt like um, our parents were putting the ministry before us. But I feel like there's a new generation of leaders who are doing much better with that um, than in the past. So uh, I think there'll be a much better outcome. I think those kids are really understanding that it is a pleasure to serve the Lord and that, you know, family first. So I think that that's good. But I still had an understanding that it is a pleasure to serve the Lord with with your whole life. And so that's why I'm still here doing what I'm doing. But, you know, to each their own. Everybody has their own perspective, their own pictures, you know. But for me, I, you know, I did struggle with that for a long time. But after a while, I began to understand because I understand as a parent, I understand that my parents weren't perfect and they were learning as they were going and I'm learning as I'm going. So it's all a learning process. I can't be mad at them for what they didn't know. I can just be grateful for what they did make a point to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, my father growing up was, he didn't have the greatest father. Um, but he made it a point to be a good father to us. And so I can appreciate that, you know, for all the little things that he didn't do that he did do. I appreciate because I know that he didn't have a great example. So he was just kind of, he was just kind of, writing the story as he went because he didn't have a good picture of what a good father was like. And so I I appreciate every little thing that he did and I don't hold it against him for the little things that he missed. You know, I just have to be appreciative that he made the effort because he could have been a bad dad. There was always that option, Mm -hmm. but he was intentional about being a good father and I can appreciate that.
I'm not a parent yet, but I know we all have our own journeys mm-hmm. and how to raise our children. And I feel, I, me personally, the number one thing, you know, is to show them love, love, like love your children, you know. You know, Jesus said, what's the greatest commandment? You know, love thy neighbor mm-hmm. as yourself, you know. So we have to um, love the Lord and love the neighbor and by loving our children and and walking with god on that um we can be able to um know how to raise our children i feel like at the end of the day we have to proverbs 3 5 when it says you know um trust the lord with all your heart and not lean with your own understanding and he shall make your path straight Mm -hmm. and what's so amazing i was thinking about proverbs today and i'm just like solomon was like so wise and he wrote proverbs Mm-hmm. proverbs so for him to say that like the it, it has to be something behind that so we trust the lord on how to raise our children then he definitely is going to show us on what to say and what to do and we have to remember we are not going to be perfect like mm-hmm. cloud said earlier you know her her parents wasn't perfect and you know we're not perfect people we will make mistakes and things like that but at the end of the day our, we want our children to know that we love them and we want them to know God loves them as well so much. Um, that's my take on with that. That's what I'm going to wrap with. Mm-hmm. You have any? I would love mm-hmm. to know what you guys feel like setting your s- children up for success means. What does that mean for your household? What does that mean for your family? What does that look like? Um, go ahead and let us know because we'd love to hear it. We'd love to hear it. And we just want to thank you guys so much for taking a moment to listen in. Um, as you know, we're streaming on multiple platforms. So thank you for tuning in from wherever you're tuning in from. Leave us a comment. Rate the podcast. Um, we'd love to hear what you guys think. We'd love to hear um, what you guys are thinking about what we're talking about. And you guys definitely follow us on Instagram, the Listen Podcast, and that's gonna be with three ends, okay? So definitely subscribe to the podcast and like our posts and share the podcast to your friends and family. Yes, and we have a lot of content coming up for you guys, so please stay tuned. We thank you so much for listening and staying in with us. You guys have a great rest of your week. Shh.